and welcome to the That's Dumb podcast. Uh, I am your host, Jim, and we have our co-host, Nate, and other co-host, Dave, here with us. How are you guys doing tonight? I'm doing very well, although I'm, I'm, I'm how, how did I get to third billing? That's that's the thing I wanted to know. Next week, I'll put you as number one. I can do it with an FM radio guy voice. You do. Let's do? Do it. Do it. Welcome to the That's Dumb podcast with our host, Jim Bear. We doing yeah. last names? Sure. With Jimmy B. You just lost your anonymity <laughs> right there. Yeah. I find you now. I could beep it out later. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's uh, that's awesome. So, uh, yeah, again, welcome. Um, the podcast is going to uh, be one of talking about some current events or some whatever comes to our mind and segue into a more serious topic that's aligned with whatever we end up talking about. and uh, Free-ranging. Yeah, free-ranging. We will uh, go from there, but I think first off... Uh, Nate's going to lead us off in a in an opening prayer. Well, God, we uh, we just thank you for for podcasts and friends and the opportunity to to get together and uh, to just talk, to just talk, to learn, to uh, see what uh, what you put in us in a few years and what we might hear uh, from your Spirit while we talk. We just ask that you we thank you that you're with us, and uh, we just ask that something uh, something of uh, uh, a value would come out of our time and that we would uh, get some ab workouts in the meantime with a few chuckles, <laughs> a few a few laughs. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Yeah, no uh, no talking about workouts today. That'll be tomorrow. <laughs> if you hear any involuntary uh, grunts from Jim, it's <gasps> a little sore. Anyway. That's what you get. P90X, it's not good for you. All right. So all of the hubbub up into inauguration right that's kind of the hot topic of this week um, it is so the, that that text you sent me is that an actual picture of of the, our capital or is that was that from a movie like i looked at it yeah i have to say you know i didn't uh i didn't research it so i can't i can't put my name on it but okay. we do know simply that there's at least ten thousand, and that's that's top billing news and i think they upped it to 15 maybe 25 so we're not standing by those numbers but help me out but, here but what country are we in? troops you know but let's just say conservatively oh, 10,000 national guard that in, they mobilized. In, okay. in, yes in, in the uh, in the capital of our nation i mean what country are we in here you know yeah. and, and so uh yeah so i don't know about that picture for sure but i mean either way there's guys on the capitol steps there's guys there how could they not be if they're not on the capitol sure. steps right now and they're right. not armed uh yeah it's interesting venezuela yeah. we live or china west yeah. we live we live there so that's dumb. <laughs> that is dumb. <laughs> That's dumb. That's dumb. Well, and uh, I mean, uh, like uh, the caption that was on that photo that you sent, like, you know, if if you uh, do, you need ten thousand people, ten thousand national guardsmen to to guard your inauguration if you were elected by the people. Like, uh, and, and I don't want to go into conspiracy theories and say you know that Biden wasn't elected. I mean, yeah, but it's, a, it's a maybe. But yeah, you know, like it, it is pretty. Uh, it just speaks to how divided our country really is right now, mm-hmm. right? That you've got half the people who, who are saying, yep, for sure, uh, let's get the orange man out, and the other half of the people well, who it's, are... Yeah, it, it mm-hmm. says uh, on Fox 5 in D.C., it says there are twice as many troops in D.C. for the inauguration than in Afghan Afghanistan and Iraq combined. And They're having an inauguration in Afghanistan? No. For the inauguration. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <coughs> yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Not not in then. Yeah. Oh, I see. And then militarytimes.com says up to 21,000 National Guard troops are now authorized in D.C. Mm-hmm. And, the, and, and, you know, and, and obviously the inconsistency of, I mean, again, we, 
we watch our cities burn, and that's plural, cities. Cities, We yes. don't need to name them, but we live close to, you know, the Seattle, Twin Cities, you know, Seattle, man. We, we will name them. We can. Portland. But anything happens in the, in the backyard of the elites and not fires, not armed rebellion, not armed anything, and no, that shall not be tolerated. Right. You get in your lane, mm-hmm. you simple Yeah, I wonder citizens. what that says to the rest of the world, right? Because typically we were the beacon of, you know, peaceful transition and all of that other stuff, and now everybody else is watching us have troops enforcing, you know, the election and the, the inauguration, right? You hear that in, Vezu- you know, Venezuela and stuff where, oh, you know, the military to guard because there's such, you know, either corruption or whatever happened. But, yeah, you don't think of that happening here. That's dumb. That's dumb. It's unfortunate. <laughs> are we are we going to enact our, our 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 dumb scale? Give it a, a one, two, or three D. Uh, y- if you think it's yeah, basically the dumb scale is going to be each one of us will say whether it's dumb or not, and it'll be one, two, or three Ds. So three mm. D is like yep, dumb. Yep. Three D is like it's real dumb. It's like real like dumb. You know how like the real world is in three D. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like three dimensionally dumb. Yeah. It's like in yeah. your face dumb. Well, I'll, I'll be the young guy who says it's, it's 3D dumb. It's 3D dumb. I don't think he understood the, 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 the okay. rules of the park. Yeah, it's all right. like You're supposed to just vote. Like, you get one vote, and if you can vote one. Is it dumb or not? Then, you, then that's oh, a Oh, so if all of us vote. Sure. Right. Ah. Yeah, see how that works. I do. And, yeah. and, the, yeah, and slow, the next slow. episode, it might go back to something. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> no, I like the idea. Well, I say I say it's dumb. Dave? I, I definitely vote a big, big dumb on that one. So uh, we, we're at 2D. Yeah. We got a, a flat drawing so far, Jim. Yeah. No, it's dumb. Sculpture. It's dumb. Here it is. 3D. Yep. Triple dumb. Yep. It's unfortunate, and it's dumb. That's dumb. Yep. But y- y- you know what I hear folks say, right? And we hear it all over, and I won't mention folks that say it, but it's common, right? They always say, well, don't don't worry about it. God, God's got a plan, or God's in control. I mean, does that... Does that make you guys feel better right now? <laughs> I, uh, well, so I agree uh, that God is in control. Um, it, it, this is going to sw- swing us into a, a, a different heavy topic. A heavy topic. Yeah. Yep. So I mean, it's hard to not agree that God is in control, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, obviously, He has a plan. But then that begs the question: like, is His plan? Does His plan always? happen uh and and you know if it does is this really a part of his plan and and does everything that happened in, in life is that a part of his plan or not and if so what does that mean when like really really bad things happen to really good people that was his plan and well that 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 sucks in the question of free will then at the same time right which is different than free willy <laughs> free <laughs> Okay, that's an inside joke, and I don't. Yeah, I don't want to make anybody mad. You so should have been, been here. Yes, touche, and we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely the the, the whole uh, idea and topic of, of free will versus predestination comes up, and it's not, it, w- you know we could talk about it the entire uh, our entire time tonight. We won't settle it because it's been going on for a very long time. Oh, yeah. Right, the Calvinists and the Armenians have been arguing for a long time. Um, I think there's some good points on both sides. I I tend to to do kind of be more of a free will person and that God is uh, in control, but that not everything that happens is what God would want to have happen. So. Yeah. Uh, Nate, I mean, where, where, where does, uh, yeah. How do you, how do you reconcile 
if God's in control and God has a plan, and but at the same time we have free will, where do those come crashing together? Well, what's the intersection there? Yeah, uh, you know this won't perfect. This will this will be a good a good ad, I think. So how I reconcile it. Um, so you know we as you know Judeo Christian Bible believing, you know the three of us here at the table, we uh, you know we hold that God is all powerful. He's, he's omnipotent. We believe he's omniscient, all-knowing. Uh, we believe he's ever-present everywhere at the same time. Those are a few core few core beliefs. There's a lot more. Um, and as part of that, I, I reconcile it, and Dave and you'll be able to add a lot to this, but I believe that God in his unlimited power, phenomenal cosmic power. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a button for that. <laughs> but with him, there's no itty-bitty living, living space. Yeah. So, <laughs> you got me. Um, so, his phenomenal cosmic power, I think that in that power, he chooses to limit himself. And the way I look at it is, is with my children, I let them help me build shelves tonight. I don't need their help, um, but I choose to do it with them. That's how I've chosen to operate in my sphere of parenting in their world. And I think in God's omnipotence, I think in his all power, he's chosen to limit himself to working with Moses, who... In, in the Torah or in the Old Testament, says, hey, uh, would you please not destroy these people that you've just told me you're going to destroy? And and they have an exchange that's recorded for us to to take in. And it says, you know, God chooses then not to destroy them. And so that to it me It actually is, says that God repents. Which I didn't, I couldn't have recalled that. I didn't recall that, but that's... That's a, to me. That's even. I need. I, 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 need, I need some. I need, I need some more more theological heavyweights than 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 I than I than I've brought than with me, me anyway. yeah. than me. You know, to to weigh in on that. So that to me is a big example. So I think you know. And what does this matter in our nation in our personal stuff? And I'll shut up. But I mean, the problem of pain, the problem of pleasure. Where is God? How is all? It's all married right into this. Mm-hmm. And I think that He chooses to work with us, and so He's not. He's not into us just sitting back and being passive because to that extent, in, in, my, in my scenario that I've played out, we'll, we'll be allowed, as, you know, as my children will be in certain circumstances, we'll be allowed to get less than we should. Is that, am, I, am I making sense? Yeah, yeah. Or so am I smoking the, crack? The, if I was to boil down kind of how I've thought about it limited-wise, right? I've never really dove down into it as I should, but... There's a difference between predestined and God knowing, right? So I, I believe I have free will to choose whatever path I want to go down, whether he knows the path I'm going down or not, right? Which I think he does. Um, and I think, you know, but where I struggle then is how, how can he come in and try to influence my decision if he already knows which way I'm going to choose? So well, and that, I guess the, the question that's that rounded, I mean, now I'm in that endless circle, right? Yeah, the, the question I, I struggle with that is like if, if God knows the future in the same way that he knows the past, right? And if he, if he knows what your choice is going to be, mm-hmm. right, um, then do you really have a choice? I mean, it feels yeah, like yeah, you Yeah, that's do. my point, right? right? You know? Yeah, because it, it feels like you do, but... You but start to you wonder really if you live in the matrix. But I would say, well, I don't want to interrupt. I'm sorry. I keep going. Uh, you have, oh, go so ahead. go ahead. 
that ship has sailed. That's so, dumb. So that, that is dumb. That is dumb. I apologize. Well, just to that, I just think that I might, no, forget I might. You might know what your wife's going to pick. 99% out of 100. I don't know. High percentage. Let's mm-hmm. just say you could know every time. That wouldn't change that she has the choice. Uh, but, except that it's but it would if he already knew what she was going to choose. I was going to say it's it's different. The the knowing like my knowing, and and God's knowing we're saying here. It, it, those are those are two different knowings completely. Like if if he knows the future the same way he knows the past, because I believe that he knows everything about the past. Right? There's not a thing that happened uh, a, a thousand years ago. He knows exactly where every atom, every quark, every string was. Right? Um, and, and like, if he knows the future in the same regard, then the future is set, and it just can't be moved. And it can feel like we are yes. are making choices. Um, and maybe the choices for us are choices, like, but they're they're not really because we yeah we don't get to not make and that, that choice. That, that was the conundrum I was trying to explain. Well, no, so. I you know, I understood it, but help me understand where I'm missing it because this is not a complex. It's it's not complex. Like I'm hearing the same thing. Right. God knows it. But I'm not struggling with how that limits my choice. Well, cause your because choice, you're, 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 if he already knows it, that means you've already made your choice, whether so you know it or not. Well, it's an accomplished fact my choice is because he knows it, but that I don't know and he knows doesn't change. Like, I don't feel he like does, a robot. You don't have a choice. Well, if if well he happens to written. know what I'm going to choose, but that doesn't, yeah. to me, take away the choice. And, I mean, if I've granted that he's God... <clears throat> Why can't but he? But if he already knows what you're going to choose, then why does he have to influence you? Or uh, you know, those are some of those questions, right? Because they always say, "Oh, God had a hand in that," or "God was trying to tell me something," or "Hey, I heard, you know, I prayed and I got the answer." Well, that's not. Then he's intervening, but why would he intervene if he already knew what you were going to choose? I mean, it's just, it's just so that philosophical. Let's, circle, let's go back to the, right? the, the, you know. God can know the the outcome. God can know what you're going to choose, but you still have the choice that you get to make, right? Uh, sometimes people have used the, the analogy. It's it's like watching a movie, right? Mm-hmm. In in a movie, especially the first time you're seeing the movie, like you don't know what the actor or what the character is going to choose, right? Is Legolas going to shoot uh, the the bad guy or not? Great it's, movie. It is a good movie. You know, um, y- and you don't know, and you and the audience are on the edge of your seat, mm-hmm. but. But it's already set. Like the, this thing it's is. It's already taken place. It's already been produced. Yeah. Right. And, and is is life that way? Is is like what Shakespeare said that all of life is merely a, a play, and and the men and women are just merely actors playing their parts? Is that what we're doing? Is we're are we, God has already laid out the entire play for us, and we're we're saying our part. We're doing our thing. We're doing everything that God had planned out from the beginning. And it, it maybe feels like we have the choice to do it, but we don't really because it's already set, right? Well, so let's just take a problem. So let's just take a problem of if we grant that it's already set, then do we come back to the place that, or do is our, is our redoubt from granting that, that argument that it doesn't matter what we choose because it's been set and it doesn't matter what we do or, for instance, if we pray because God knows, and it's already going to I mean, you know, I mean, I, or to put it simply, <coughs> does that put an axe to the tree of of effort and 
yeah, human effort, I guess. Oh, and that's that's the question, right? Right. You know, if we say, hey, we can all pray, and that will help, and he'll listen, and then, you know, grant grant the prayer, or maybe heal somebody, or, um, you know, help relieve stress, whatever whatever it is folks are praying about, right? It, it, um, like the, the prayer thing, excuse me, the prayer thing, like, it does, it is something that is troubling to me. Like, I think, okay, if God knows the future, and if, if the future is already set, then what, like, then why do we pray other than because God tells us to, right? But, like, to, to what end, to what point? Like, why why would we end up doing that? Um, yeah, and that's the, that's, you know, is when, when we say God has a plan, or is, is there a spot, and in, in I'm ashamed to admit, I don't know, is there a spot in, in the good book that says God has a, a plan? Or does God necessarily just say, hey, my plan is for all of you to be in heaven with me. Here's the path. You have free will to make that choice or not. Well, right? there, there's certainly like the... And then the, you know. have consequences to your choices. I don't know the, uh, the, the um, uh, where it's found exactly, but I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord, plans for good to prosper you, not, not, not plans for bad. Right, but does that mean... Jeremiah 29, 11, yeah, yeah. it's classic. Yeah, but, but does that mean that all of your life is planned out, or he may have certain things that he is set in motion that he will steer you to do? Well, but then is that free will? Well, you know, first of all, you know <laughs> right. that to passage. I think I don't remember exactly, but that passage is is written to a people who are, you know, Jeremiah is the weeping prophet because he's giving a sinful Israel bad news over and over again, and I don't know exactly where in the in the chronological point of history where that chapter and verse fall but i mean they're either about to go into captivity about to be destroyed by a major nation a major godless nation or they're on their way into captivity or they're in captivity i just don't know i have to complete my ignorance so that's an interesting context because whatever the plan path is yikes you know like it'd be a time when you'd want to know you have a plan and it'd be a time where you'd be fair to say oh oh really well that's good well right i mean but if he has a plan for you in the things that so do you have free will or is he saying you have free will to go along with it or not? If you don't, maybe there's consequences. If you do, maybe it's easier. I don't know, right? But it, none of these examples for me yet has really said free will over I have a plan or it's predestined. I know what you're going to pick, right? So I, I guess I don't. Do, do you have a sign? Do I have a side? Yeah. Um, I, I believe he's, you know, all-knowing. I, I believe he... So let's, let's okay. think about that. What, what does that mean? Does, what does all-knowing yeah. mean? Uh, well, does I, it mean he knows everything, where everything is right now? Does it mean he knows everything about the future? Uh, according to that, no. Uh, ev- yes, everything in the future. He's all-knowing, right? So it's timeless, would be of uh, if I could pick a word, right? Okay. So all of that good stuff, right? He timeless. Um, but I think he gave us free will, and and the reason why he gave us a free will is because when somebody says, you know, like Nate, you used your example of being a parent, right? When I look at my kids, right, you can say, hey, you know what? I have plans for you. You will go to college. You will do this. You will get good grades. You will treat people nice. You will be respectful all of those things, and I put down those rules, are they going to follow them all of the time? No. Um, 
am I going to be guaranteed of their success? No, but I have a plan. Now, you can say you, you know, now the, the question is, do I already know all of their choices? Of course I don't, right? Um, and that's where we looped around to the conversation earlier. Does that mean you have free will or not? I think he on purpose gave, gave us free will. I think he does know the choices that we're going to make. But just because he does know a choice that I'm going to make doesn't mean I have to make that choice. And I'm, uh, I'm in not. because I'm uninfluenced to make that choice. Right now, just from the very question of is he making a decision for me might influence whether I go left or right. Right? Yeah. It, so uh, I'm a sci-fi nerd. So, for example, there's a Star Trek episode about where there's a guy f- from the future that the came butterfly back. butterfly effect, something like that. Well, no, he came, he came back from the future, and he's standing on the bridge, and he's going, oh, I always wanted to see this moment. And Picard was st- standing there going, well, what should I do? And he's like, well, I can't influence you, you know, because then I'll, I, I can't change the future. I can't, you know, change the past to his perspective, right? Mm-hmm. And he says, you're standing here. You've already done that. So how much of us knowing that God knows our choice is going to influence you to go left or right? Might even cause you to think about it more. But it might not, to me, there's no way I will ever know whether it's predestining me to go left or right. So that's the way I look at it. The way I look at it is, even if he knows I'm going to go down this path and where I might end up in 20 years, I don't. And he's given me the lessons to go in the direction that I think I can go in, even though I'll fall short. That's our, that's our, that's our burden, right? Isn't it doesn't matter how hard we'll try. We're still, we're sinners, period. Mm. Right. Um, but just because you do that, you can still go right, you know, or make the right choice. So I still think you have the ability, free will and make a choice. He may not already know, but I think what he's done is, even if he knows which way you're going to go, he's backed off and he's not controlling you for you to know. You still have free will to go about your day and to figure out, but I think at the end of the day, he he knows. I do. At the end of the day, he knows, or at the beginning of the day, he knows? Well, it's a figure of speech. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, yeah. like, so, like, he knew all the minutiae choices that you were going to make prior to him ma- creating anything. Could have. Because if he's timeless, and if you think about, well, this is going to way change the topic, right? But if you think about... I'll yank us back if I need well, to. Well, but now you're, you're talking about all these alternate realities, right? You could talk about quantum mechanics, and right? So every time you go make a decision, any number of those decisions could start off on a different reality. Sure. So you've literally made every decision you could possibly make in your life ever, already. And it's just whichever one you're in is that that's that whole reality discussion, sure. right? But yeah. I don't even want to go there. It's messy. That is messy. It is. It's very messy. But I think I do have free will. I can choose. So I, let me back up a little bit. I do have free will. But when I think God has a plan, I think it's it's a broader vision, almost like he has a plan that, you know, we will follow the rules, make it into heaven, right? Um, he's going to give us all of the capabilities, and he's going to put all of that stuff in front of us for us to make the decisions, even though he already made no the decision that we make. 
because that's what he chose to chose to do. He backed off. Right? I don't remember who said that earlier. But. Mm. He chose to limit himself. Right. So, uh, you know, I don't know, Dave, if that answered the question for you for do you really have a choice if he already knows the plan? All right, l- l- let me let me hit a. Or Go ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna run. So this isn't this isn't. Uh, I just kind of pulled well, this up actually. Run, run close to the mic. Yeah, I'll run close to the mic. There you go. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Nate with K Jazz. <laughs> All right. So Psalm 139. Um, I was looking for this, but I didn't know how much goodness was in it. And this is just more for the grist mill. Verse one: You searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. It goes on. Uh, If I settle on the far side of the sea, skipping a few verses, even there your hand will guide me, your right hand will hold me fast. Um, he goes on and on. I actually went searching for it for verse 13. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. Be- I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are beautiful, and I know that full well. Um, my frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body, and all the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God. How vast is the sum of them. And he goes on. Um, It speaks a lot to God's knowing there. And I think with a lot of detail how much he knows. And I don't want to be, you know, and again, we're we're just kind of stumbling through this a little bit. I'm, I don't, just just personally, podcast, not a podcast. I don't, if if I just put in front of you, let's say each of us, our listeners or those of us at the table, Let's say we have seven paths just to pick a number ahead of us, um, and I and and we and we believe that God is a gentleman or the Holy Spirit is a gentleman, and and He is allowing us. If we we have to grant some things, uh, He's not forcing us. We're not robots. He doesn't want that relationship. I don't believe. So if I have seven paths ahead of me, I might be able to choose any of the seven, and He might even urge me to pick one of the seven. So He's actively involved in the knowing. But to me, that does not hinder my choosing any of the seven. And that there will be implications and that, or, 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 or to this, if we can store up treasure in heaven, which is a clear theme in the red letter of the Gospels, and he urges us, Jesus does, to store up treasure in heaven, we certainly can store up less treasure. And there's parables that back that up. And we certainly can store up more treasure. We can be good servants or we can be wicked servants. And if there are good servants and wicked servants who can store up, therefore, more treasure or less treasure in heaven where moth and rust do not destroy, there has to be choice for us, I think. So then does he already know what you're going to pick? But that does, yes, he does. And it doesn't bother me or hinder my free will. How? How does that not hinder your free will if the, because he's already, I think, Dave, to your point, or l- let me ask you the question, is your point, if God already knows the choice you're going to make, you really don't have free will to make the choice because you've well, already made it. Not true. If you know that Morgan or your daughter, forgive me, is going to make a choice 10 times out of 10, that does not mean 
But, but she not, didn't have the choice. But I'm not omnipotent. Well, and it but might it's illustrative, I think. Is it not illustrative? Uh, I don't know, but it might mean that she doesn't have the choice. If if she's if she if I if if I'm presented with, you know, okay, here your here's your choice, Dave. You could have orange juice or you could have Mountain Dew. Oh, I'll have Mountain Dew. I knew he would pick that, right? Everybody who knows me would go, oh, he's going to pick the Mountain Dew. So, do I have the choice? If if always I pick Mountain Dew, do I have the choice? Mm-hmm. Is it a fake choice? No. Especially if it, do I have the choice to make a, 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 am I free to choose something different that happened in the past? Well, we can't change the past. Why? Well, could God change the past? I, he's chosen not to. I, I would answer that. I, I, I would answer, well, I would say God can do anything, so I would say he could, though I can't in my imagination understand how he could change the past. He's chosen not to in the world that we live in. Yeah. So. It's a thought. I mean that that's a but that's the, a question I've never thought of. But ever. that's the but that's the same. Yeah, to me, it, it's the same thing. If if God is timeless, yeah. if He's outside of time, and yep. if He's if a thousand years from now is the same to Him as a thousand years in the past, and He doesn't change the past, He's got perfect knowledge of both. Like to say that there's a future and a past for God, it it it, it doesn't make any well, sense. Well, there's 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 well, there's a there's a difference. So, timeless means. He's there throughout time, and he can go back in time. But that, so when we say change the path, he's he's there in the past. For timeless to me means the past and the future are the same to him. Yes, and so here's how I picture it. And and here's not that he can go back and change the past because there's no such thing as going back. He's back there, and yes, in in the future. On point. Now we needed the sci-fi gym to come in. So so this. So he's Jesus is currently on the cross. It's Can not be. finished. Well, he he was there, and if that's the moment he decides to be at, that that's the moment. Well, the moment the, the, the moment in time has passed because you're right; it has to be finished, right? It sure better be finished for us. Or time we're really linear. we're really foobar, okay? Yes, but see to to that to linear. And I'm not sci-fi guy, and I was like a moderate business student, so I'm so far out of my lane. But I view it. I have another question after that. Okay, well, <laughs> table that. But. I, I, I view it. We we we, we 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 <laughs> <laughs> we talk about we talk about uh, the timeline, okay, and and we talk about our dimensions, two D. You referenced it earlier, three dimensional. So I think God sees time. You kind of were saying it, but without the word real time, okay. So Jesus is off the cross. That's an accomplished fact. But if we just take a timeline with the arrows going backwards and the arrow going forward, a simple one, you know, two-dimensional timeline. That makes time easy for us to understand. He stands over it. Well, and, and ultimately, right. some things are going to be beyond us as, 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 as man. We're not going to understand everything. But he stands over all time, interacting with it and observing it, and present but, over all of it, I believe, yeah. at once. So, the, so interacting with it bothers me. Like, mm-hmm. if, if he... if. If all of time is encompassed within him, and he's mm-hmm. in all time at all time, mm-hmm. then you're not interacting with it. It's static. It's done. <coughs> well, let's let's try this. And I'm not trying to win an argument. I'm just I'm trying. Th- to win I'm thinking argument. on my feet here. That's good. No, no. <laughs> well, and I'm all about winning. There are hey, winners by, and losers, and by we the can way, be wrong and right at this podcast. We're all thinking on our feet. It's we not, are. Praise the Lord. You know, yeah. I, I we we kind of talked about what we were going to do, right? But let's just be honest. Um, the heading on I our on our eight by eleven was uh, swashbuckling. I That's didn't say, doing. "Hey, honey, kids, mother-in-law, I, I really have to research this topic for, <laughs> for, for, <laughs> right. for us to talk about tonight." Touche. Yeah, <laughs> I need you to make lunch. <laughs>
What did you just say? Say it again, because I lost my thought. So it, it's that seems like it would be a very static uh, uh, situation. Mm-hmm. If God is is currently, if Jesus is currently on the cross, he's currently at the right hand of God. He's currently at the beginning of time, prior to the beginning of time, having the conversation with the Trinity, saying, "I'm going to make everything mm-hmm. right." If he's in all places at once, time wise, then the whole thing is static. Which would we really, really make him om- o- omnipresent, which would really make him omniscient. But 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 let's <coughs> and let's just but wait to Dave's it. point. Then we don't have a choice because I can't. I can't change what I did yesterday. I wish I could sometimes. Right. Well, you're you're immortal. You know, well, none none of this conversation ends with us being God. But can right? God change what I did yesterday? No, He can't. But He can help us with the future, and He is. I mean, this is not. It seems a little bit lowbrow, but I mean, He's the the, the King of A B C D Z double Z plans, right? I mean, he can work all things together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purposes. I forget what, what chapter and verse that is. But but that's not what we're saying here to the point. If we've granted that God is God, and we're there. But I'm, on, yeah. I'm on board with <laughs> yeah, that. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Then, and again, I, this seems a little complex, right, because a child's supposed to understand these things. But, uh, but if he's standing over all of time, and it's real time to him, then... Let's bring in the concept, the imaginatory literature concept of time as presented in Narnia, where we don't know how time passes in Narnia oh. and when we leave. So the point is, God being God, if he's God, nothing is beyond his ability. So a moment over everything might have been all he needed, however you want to quantify a moment, to put everything and all billions of people and all everything in place. I don't think that's exactly how it works, but I, that's not unreasonable if we've granted God. Well, and maybe, maybe... You know, and I'm I'm off the cuff here, but you know, using the sci-fi stuff, and there's, you know, whenever you have to make a decision, which is every moment of every day, right? You have infinite number of possibilities of those decisions you could make, right? Do I get up now? Do I stay awake watch TV? Do I just lay in bed in the dark? Do I, you know, infinite number of things that you could do? No, right? <clears throat> no, that's right. But, um, and maybe God knows all of those possibilities. Maybe he, you know, is is just trying to influence your decision to make ones that steer you more towards him, even though he's giving you the free will not to. So, so, so if you're if if he even if he knows you won't make that decision, or you do make that decision, maybe he's still trying to influence you through that whole time notion, right? That's just he's well, just that saying, would, or another way we could say is he wants relationship with us. Right, and and he's influencing you to make those decisions that lead us more towards him, even though there's infinite number of decisions we can make, and we have free will to make them. But he already knows the outcome of all of those decisions. Maybe he, maybe you know, he, uh, um, you know, I don't, I don't really know how else to say it. But I think to your point, Dave, maybe, maybe I have to backtrack on my notion of he already knows the decision I make. Maybe he knows the outcome of all of the decisions I could make, and he's it's allowing me. No, because if there's infinite number of decisions, you could still have the free will to pick which one of that infinite number you but, pick. But so there isn't an infinite number of <coughs> decisions, especially for us. Like I, I think that we um, live in this I, weird I just use sort that of theoretically, right? Sure, but th- th- we live in this weird sort of realm. And you and I talked about this before the podcast started, but where there is free will and there's predestination. Like there's there and it's it's always changing. Yeah. Like you you have a, an opportunity. Like 
Uh, I could have come here tonight. I could have done something else tonight. But since I'm here, now I can't do the other thing that I was going to do. If I was going to go to Valley Fair, which is right. a sponsor of ours, Valley Fair, please thank you for uh, sponsoring <laughs> the podcast. We really appreciate it. They're open in the summertime. And, yeah, yeah. It, so, it must yeah, be the one with a little V. <laughs> <laughs> so, and but, two words, Valley Fair. fair yes. uh, so if I were to go to uh, a theme park, Valley Fair, for, as an example, and, and uh, I was there with the two of you, and I said, hey, let's ride the Mad Mouse. And you're like, yeah, let's do that. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. All right. And then we're starting to walk towards the Mad Mouse. Like now my, 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 the options that I have before me start to limit themselves. We get into the line for the Mad Mouse and we're in that, that cattle corral where you're zooming yep. back and forth, right? Mm-hmm. My options are even smaller. Like if I start to think, oh, I don't know if I really want to ride the Mad Mouse. Like I can probably still get out of it, but I, I'm going to pay a price for it because you guys are going to make fun of me. Right. At some point, you're going uphill on the roller coaster and you can't get off. At some point, yeah, right. And so now, like, I've had the free choice to get on the roller coaster. Now I'm on the roller coaster. I'm strapped in. The, the cart is going up the chain, and it releases from the chain. I'm now predestined, barring any sort of, like, weird lightning strike, to ride that all the way to the so end. So you think it's partially predestined and partially free will? I, I think that... I, I, for me, I, I settle on, I, I, I think there has to be at least one point in every person's life where God offers to them his salvation and, and speaks to them and says, come to me. I have, I have paid the price. I have done this for you. I want you to be in heaven. Accept me, right? And, and he, he just doesn't know. There's got to be at least one point in everybody's life. Otherwise, we don't have free will. Okay, so, well, this is going to dovetail us and if 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 this dovetails us too far you know let me know and this is a different podcast then so here's a theoretical thing that that reminded me of when you know I was literally was talking with my parents at the kitchen table when I was a kid and I remember it um Catholic upbringing and if you don't believe in Jesus you're you're just going to hell I mean that's just the rule right okay so hypothetical Mm -hmm. there's and Dave I know you're big in the Kenya efforts right the mission right um what if there is a kid in the middle of the jungle in the middle of nowhere that has never seen the outside influence at all and has never heard the word or had that opportunity what happens Uh, i i think that he uh, we'll go with he i think that that child i think that he has has an opportunity to accept god at some level because i all of creation speaks of God, but, it's a, but without excuse. But what we believe is Jesus specifically, right? Yes. I, so that's where I, I... Jesus saves everybody. Everybody who's going to be in heaven was saved by what Christ did on the cross. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. Yep. But that doesn't necessarily mean, and uh, here we go, I'll, I'll just be blasphemous. That doesn't necessarily <laughs> mean that if, they, if the kid in the jungle didn't mm-hmm. say the magic words didn't say, you know, I, I want to accept Jesus Christ into my heart and, and pray the the, yep. self, the sinner's prayer, that he doesn't necessarily get to heaven. But if he gets to heaven, he gets to heaven through what Christ did on the cross. That makes sense to me. No, I'm tracking, and here's the verse to support that. Romans uh, chapter 1, uh, 18 and 19, The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godlessness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. To the point, verse 19, Since what may be known about God is plain to them, because God has made it plain to them. So how that exactly works functionally under a night sky in Kenya, where I have been, as you have been, and it's 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 pretty remarkable. It it is. So we could branch from that night sky and say, 
we know that God, I don't know chapter verse, has written eternity on our hearts. We know that we don't have to teach our children to be sinful. They're naturally that. But we also know... It's definitely true in the Gus household. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Same in my hood. Uh, so, so, so there's that, but there's also, you know, there's... So, so we branch from that, and we, we would say, I would agree with Dave, as I understand the scriptures, Romans coming from Paul, coming after the, the death of Christ, that everybody has a chance to observe creation, which we know the rocks would shout out if he did not speak. We know that creation does groan and creation does speak and i believe creation and the spirit of god i yeah. agree I, it's it's tough for me to explain but i agree with you no, it so gives everybody I, an opportunity yeah. and i know i dovetailed this sideways and that that answered no, my no, it's, that, it's that question and that that yeah. but it but but it comes down to right the predestination and all the does i mean does he know that those folks don't know and that he he know you know it's, it's Does God know that they don't know? Yeah, that I'm, they haven't heard. Well, yes, but he and, and then what is it? Is he influencing their life? Does he already know what they're going to choose? I mean, it's just it's just crazy, right? How how complex right. that can get. Yeah. Well, and I, I, does he know what they're going to choose? I, for me, I'm I'm, you know, I'm I'm more comfortable as an open theist. I know that there are people that go to our our church. Uh, define you better define that for me. Uh, an open theist is, is somebody that says that omniscience doesn't necessarily mean that, that God knows everything that there is that can be known, but there are some things that that cannot yet be known. Not not because they're beyond God's ability to know, just because they're... they're well, if I'm saying, and this is a new concept to me, but if I'm saying that God can limit himself in his power, in his immense power, he could choose to limit what he knows if that... Is how he to, chose to, to do it. To, to that end, like, you know, when God forgives us, what does he do with our sin? I, I, I don't he know. He removes it as far as the east is from the west. How far is that? Dave, I understand what you're saying. The idea isn't forever. He it, doesn't remember it is what he's saying. So if he, it, interesting. It, 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 that is exactly what it says. I, I've, I've looked this up in, in the original Hebrew and in the Greek, like in, in the New Testament where it's quoted. This I is think it's interesting. It, it's in Hebrews, I believe. Hear that, Frank? The <laughs> <laughs> it's not just dumb. Uh, it says that that he he remembers our sin no more, right? And 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 it I, would I sure think seem. Let me say it for you. It sure seems to suggest that he limits. There, his are, there are some things that he can forget. I, I think it's significant that God says that he casts our sin as far as the east is from the west, because that's an infinite distance. Only an infinite distance is far enough away for an infinite God not to be able to still. Well, have and a again, I'm I, I'm making a bridge here for in my own mind, but. For the moment, if I say that God in his all omnipotence limits his power, it doesn't happen to trouble me that he has knowing of everything, but why couldn't he limit his omniscience? And I think, based on what you're saying, well, I think he, he maybe it's does. It's not that I don't he know. couldn't. I still struggle with he did or he would. That doesn't make did sense Did or to would, uh, sorry, spell that out. Limit no. his own op- omnipotence. Because then, just by you saying that, the minute he limits his omnipotence, he's no longer omnipotent. No, because just... Yeah. Well, no, no, hear me. Hear me. I hate arguing with Jim. It's like worse than arguing with my wife by man- manifolds. Because I win. Yeah. It's because <laughs> his wife is way better looking than you uh, are. Also <laughs> true. Um, well, so So, so I'm, I'm, I'm guilty that. of always trying to bring in... But, but um, just because... Um, 
you could, well, I, I always take it back. God is a good father. It's not, it's not accidental that I always take my theology back to parenting and children. That's kind of why God put everybody in that situation unless they're a eunuch, right? So just because you could win every argument with your children does not mean that you do. Just because you could force every situation with your children, especially while they're small, does not mean that you do. Um, you have relative to them all power. But you don't exercise so, it. Yeah. My issue with with yeah. with that, and the reason God does the things that He does, is because it's like our our family situation, right? Um, like we do things with our children because we we need to teach them things, right? Sometimes we we see them riding their bike and they're going too fast, and we think, Sam, I've told you, slow down, slow down, slow down, and and he's not slowing down, and you just think, okay. You know what? I have tried. I have done what I can as the father, but I'm not omnipotent to say slow down. And he doesn't. And then he goes too fast. He skids on the sand. Bang! He's hurt. And it's like, well, did you get it this time? So would you be omnipotent because you say I knew that was going to happen? No. <laughs> right. No. So, just like but I'm you not. You knew om- it was going to happen. Just so, like I'm not omniscient when I say that Nate's going to like so be uncomfortable soon. I. 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 Uh, yeah, man hands. Um, hey, no, um, gay. <laughs> so, so I I understand what both of you are saying, but then here's where that falls down for me, where I still struggle. For example, stuff that's going on in my household, right? Teaching a kid a lesson and letting you know slow down, slow down. What does that have to do with then? For example, no. See, I think I'm being I- sick. Or I, I think, whatever, because I think I'm on your side. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that no, argument doesn't work anymore. It doesn't work with God. It works with us because I'm I am not omnipotent. I Correct. am limited, so I have to work with what the toys that God has given me. Right. Correct. And so I have to say, uh, you know, this this cup is hot. Don't touch it. And then they reach out, and you're like, okay, touch it. There you go, hot. See what I mean? But some, but God isn't necessarily, are we saying that God is limited in that way and that he has to teach us in those ways? He has to let us touch the hot cup for us to understand what hot is? Yes. But then, uh, but then explain okay. to me, yeah, well, again, um, here's Isn't here's the alternative robot? Isn't the alternative us being robots? Well, that's Dave's question. If he already knows the decision we're going to make, aren't we technically robots? Well, and see, here's the ir- irony of this, and I don't know where our listeners would think, but I am the an- <laughs> antithesis. You said listeners. <laughs> they exist. <laughs> they don't know yet, but God knows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. Is I'm the furthest thing from a, a predestination that Calvinist. That's not my shtick. All respect to my friends out there who are like that. That's... That's that's not that's not me. Um, I guess I've just I've 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 felt like I've been a, in a place of level ground with with free will and God's omniscience and, and all power limiting himself. So I'm really yeah this is is an interesting and educational concept for me. But I mean the point that but I see, find myself arguing is not it's not yeah. Well, it, for me, I, some of those examples that we've used, parenting, et cetera, I, I, I they, get. They've been I understand off the that. cuff, maybe flawed. You know, no, but if, if God just says, hey, don't do that, don't do that, and I do that, and bad things happen, he goes, see? And hopefully th- that experience will lean you towards a, a better relationship with him, right? I think that's the goal. Same as, sure, I think same as parents, right? We, we want our kids to learn those lessons so they're better people when they're adults and they're better 
they understand the world better, they're safer, they're all of those things, right? That's our goal as parents. But God's plan, right? How, how are we, how we originally got onto this topic was... Yeah, bring us back. Well, well because we were talking about the harder things in life. Those, those to me were the easy examples, the logical examples. Um, what doesn't make sense is illness, sickness, uh, tragedy, um, I would say Pain. not a part of God's plan. God, not a part of God's original plan. I agree. Well, but if he has the plan and he is omnipotent and he can change those things, that, so I, that I, begs the question of why. And if he doesn't and we're trying to learn a lesson and he already makes, you know, there's no decision to get sick. Right. Right. So there's no, it doesn't matter how much you believe in God. To prevent when, you from getting ill, right? Like the the example that we we also talked about just before the the podcast started, um, when the disciples said to Jesus, uh, "Like who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born For the blind?" blind man, right. right? Yep. And and Jesus uh, said, um, "You know what? No, neither this man nor his parents sinned, but so that the glory of God can be shown, um, I'm going to heal him." Because nobody heals a man born blind. Like when, if you're born blind, you're blind your entire life. And so, to show you that I'm God and that I can do things that, that can't be done, and that you should listen to me, there you go. This man will see. Poof. And, and he saw, and everybody around who had any sense at all, who had any eyes in their own head, went, "Oh, uh, right. Wow, this guy just mm. did something that that can't be done." So. Right. Um, so then, do you, do you guys think, you know, the free will discussion, the, um, you know, he knows the future, he knows all, all of that good stuff, how does sickness, et cetera, play into that? I mean, so I, 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 I wrestle I, with that. Yeah, again. I'll, I'll defer to age and <laughs> weight and general gravitas and be content to go second on that question. Old that was versus like fresh fraudulent. That, that was like a, a double fat joke. Did you hear that? You I can heard refer that. To, to, I to weight and gravitas. Yeah. 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 Meaning I, that I'm a bigger man and I, I pull more gravity. I, I, I tried. You just, you just say more weighty things. You know, the weight oh. of the years, the, 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 the experience. <laughs> yeah. I tried. Well, to, as my CFO says, Dave, just take it in the best way. <laughs> I, I, I tried to derail that and bring it yeah, back to the fart jokes. but You did. It didn't it, work. It didn't work. It didn't <laughs> work. Um, you juveniles. Now I forgot what I was going to say. Thanks, Nate. Well, you, I was talking about how does how does sickness, illness, pain? Oh, oh yeah. You know. So uh, I'll I'll again just go into deep heretical grass here. Like I I think that for for what works in my mind is that when uh, at the very beginning of time, before the beginning of time, when God and Jesus and the Holy go. Spirit uh, said, "Let's make man in our image, and let's make him like us, that he'll have a will," I think somebody. Trinity went, uh, wait a minute. If we do that. What you th talking about, Willis? You sure? That, that <laughs> could go wrong, right? I mean, I, I, I get it, Pops, that you want people that, that we're going to make to love us of their own free will and, and whatever, but they could choose to go against us. And I think at that point, that's when Jesus stepped up and said, if they do, if they choose not to, to do what our plan is, I will pay for it. That's why Jesus was the, the lamb slain at the foundation of the world. Mm, I can get with that. Right? And so, but it was a big risk that God took, that, that he said, I, I'm going to give these people free will, and if they choose to follow me, it'll work out well, and if they don't, 
it'll be a big mess. I'll fix it. And part of that whole big mess was that all of creation fell when Adam brought right. sin into the world. But uh, but but it's the okay if they don't follow and Jesus will pay for it and he'll fix it. it it's the he'll fix it part that we're talking about though, right? That's right. that's where um you know. But he doesn't and and what's frustrating to us is that he doesn't fix everything here on earth right now. Right. <laughs> right. And, and, I mean, that's and, isn't that the question? Fix it, fix it now, right? Fix it you now, know? right? And and, and the, the the fact that it's not fixed here, uh, and knowing that it's going to be fixed at some point in the future, yeah. it doesn't really help when you're going through something really, really hard now. Oh, totally agree. Yeah, and, and uh, that's I think unfortunate, and I, I think it grieves God's heart. That's another. That's another. I think that just doesn't make sense to me. If God knows all of the future the same way he knows all of the past how can he have grief because everything's going according to his plan everything's working out exactly the way he wanted I, to do it i'm i'm a, i'm tending to agree nice cuz i don't have a, i don't have a logical argument and i don't have a theological argument to counteract that i, I guess is why i say until i would learn something that 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 would have me disagree with that i i can't sure and i i'm, I'm not necessarily right but i don't know nate i mean Ooh, that's heavy. What you got? Heavy. Another fat joke. No, I know. <laughs> no, there was two. Nice you see how nice. he said that nice. twice, and he looked at you, and then he looked at me. So, uh, you know. <laughs> even when I'm not trying, I'm accurate. But <laughs> what can I say? You know, we wh- while Nate's thinking of his response, you know, I went over to Nate's house the other day, and 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 we were working out. Yeah. And and more than one on one occasion, he Did told both of his boys. Look out, Jim's going to do a pull-out. And that's that fake meant, news. That's fake news. No, that meant get out of the way in case big man comes down. That's what, that is 100% what that meant. Boys, I don't want you hurt. Step back. There, Yes, there could case be a you. mushroom cloud <laughs> coming down. Get out of the Richter zone. That's right. That's right. Jim, my concrete is only so thick. Please take it easy. Right. Exactly. That is funny. Did you actually manage a pull-up? Assisted. Nice. Yeah, that's a good spot. And that's what, and when when you come over, Dave, because it's it, you know God knows I am that not God doing knows Superman that you bananas. will be there. I'm not doing. Yeah, Superman I can't bananas. wait. I I get up I tr- every day waiting. I tried for you to, to do, do Superman, Superman banana. bananas. Superman. It, it was more like potato, banana. jelly bean, Superman, <laughs> potato, banana, watermelon. <laughs> 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 You know when I well, Nate's I, still I just thinking. want you guys to be around when I'm yeah, long well, in the tooth. It's affection that that drives we, us. We used, to, <laughs> I used to work out with a buddy of mine at Farrell's, the gym, right? Okay. And you, they always used to make you do the Superman, so you'd have to lift up your hands and your feet, and just you know, it's supposed to be working out your back. Yeah, mine just did that because of my belly, <laughs> so. I always just said, I can do that longer than you can. And my buddy would say, no, you can't. And all I had to do is just. Just balance. Just balance. <laughs> <laughs> I win. Nice. I win. So, yeah. um, but so how do, how do we, how do we, I'm, I'm still struggling with the, f- the, f- the free will. Me too. If they, and by own, my own admission, I said that I believe God knows the future and what we're going to pick, right? He's all-knowing. Right. But I don't know, then I don't really know how to explain or rationalize 
that I still think I have free will. And maybe it's maybe it's the illusion I have free will. It could be like you know I the people that are that are Calvinists and and I don't, a lot of their arguments are convincing, know. right? I, I, like I just think okay, well that that's fine. And and so I've talked to some that have, that would say no, there is no such thing as free will. And and when you're misreading it, when you when you read the the you know God doesn't want anyone to be uh, uh, the, 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 it's God's will that all would be saved. They would say, well, not all doesn't mean all. It just means all the ones that He's going to save. He wants to save and and. But for me, that yeah, I, that I don't buy that one. I, then but I, then but, I think, but again, well, if how, it, how do you like? Then how is God not capricious at that point? Right. Yeah. And if He already knew that He was going to give us free will, so did He know Adam and Eve were going to eat the apple, even though they, He said, "Don't." Uh, the way it works in my theology, heretical Dave theology, is that He He didn't. He He hoped that Adam. He gave him the rules. Right, he hoped he said that Adam was going to step up and 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 not bring sin into the world. Right, it, it's curious. This is a different topic, but it's curious that that Eve is not the one who's the Eve is the one that ate the of the apple first, but Adam is the one who's responsible for bringing sin into the world. Right, yeah. sin is passed uh, down through through the father, not through the mother. And Adam was the first man, and he brought sin into the world. Christ was the second Adam; he took sin out of the world. Right, but but uh, yeah, I, I think that. If there is free will, I, that's what I believe, that God kind of yeah. looked at that and was like, I don't know if they're going to choose the right thing or not. Because I, I can't know, because if I know, then the choice isn't free, because then the choice is already made. Right, even if I know about it or not. If I Well, because I, it just doesn't... And it doesn't I, matter at that point. Yeah, it, 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 admittedly, like, my logic is bad. I, I don't have good logic, no. right? But, like, I mean, I'm not a logician. I'm, I'm no Douglas Wilson. I, I haven't written logic books, right? But, like, I, I just think if, if God knows what the choice is, then the choice has been made. The die is cast. It's there. It's done. It's finished. There's no... You're fated at that point, right? You can't not choose it because that's what the choice is. And so then, then there isn't a choice. Wow, what a conundrum! Yeah, I gotta, I gotta admit, I, uh, I've probably forgotten more than, than would still not be helpful for us in this moment. But yeah, it's. I mean, you've, you've, you look at me as if I might solve the problem of pain, and the converse yeah. being the problem of pleasure, uh, on the other side of this table. And um, you know, I, I, interesting that you put it that way. I just heard uh, somebody. Um, was it in a book that I, I read? I think it was. I think it was in, in 2084 by... Uh, uh, I can't think of his name. Anyway, talking about how um, 1984 is a dystopian novel. George Orwell. George Orwell. Yep. As is uh, Brave New World, right? Eldest Huxley. And those two, <laughs> <laughs> those two novels... Dystopians. They're a great book. Those two novels are dystopian, but they're dystopian from opposite ends of the spectrum. Right? Talk about that. Orwell was afraid that we were going to uh, get into like a police state and we were going to have all of our rights taken away from us and we weren't going to be able to make the choices that we wanted to be able to make. 2021. So he knew it. Did God know it? That's what we want to get. Huxley believed that uh, what would end up happening is that we would just simply choose to check out. We would we would choose pleasure over responsibility. And 2021. And that we would just simply, <laughs> like, we would lose all of our choices, not because we didn't have them, but because we just always chose the wrong thing. And we just chose to be, you know, narcissistic and pleasure-seeking and, and never do anything right. So, um, 
Mm. It's kind of interesting that those I hadn't looked at them. I've read both those those books, mm -hmm. uh, and I'm, when when that observation was made to me, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. No, that struck me. Like I've read both books, but I've never heard that before. I've never had them juxtaposed. Right. You so where were you reading that again? Uh, it was in. Our viewers are waiting with yeah. bated breath. Well, here I'll. Well, I heard a gasp. I heard a gasp in the audience. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring us back in. Um, so how do we how do we wrap up the conundrum of if God's all knowing and He has a plan? 2084 by John C. Lennox. There you go. Oh, we could do more FM radio. If he's got a plan and he already knows the choice that we have, do we have free will? How are how how are we gonna wrap that up? Yeah, I'm telling you. I think the problem of pain. You guys bought me time, but the problem of pain, the problem of pleasure. It's a, uh, <laughs> it's a. Uh, I'm I, I, I have you know I have so many lay questions and so few expert yeah, answers. It, it so would, this it, is something that that obviously we're not going to settle on on one yeah. podcast, right? Yeah. I mean, th this is something that the the Calvinists and the Armenians have been arguing about for centuries and killing heretics about for centuries before our time. I, exactly. And yeah. I and I totally acknowledge I don't have to understand it for it to be true. I I, I fully get that. Um and, and part of, you know, part But of I like thinking about it. As do I. And part of the thing... Well, and you don't like to either. Life is a inappropriate word sometimes. And so you're forced to think of it. Uh, that's true. And um, that's actually the real point of theology. And, I like and that. that's the real point of these conversations. It's not dry. It's because we live we live wet lives. Yeah. And, and it better make sense yeah. at some point. Or it's, gotta, it's, gotta it, be or it's resigned to the dustbin of history. Right. You know what, may, maybe since we have agreed that we aren't going to settle this this time, maybe we can bring on somebody else that we can talk to about mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. But let's, uh, we started with prayer, let's wrap it up with prayer, and let's, uh, let, that's, yeah. that's good. All thank right. you. Uh, Jesus, thank you so much for your willingness to uh, step into history, to become a man. We don't have any idea what that means, how that worked, what what is going on with that. Um Father, we give you glory for how magnificent and unsearchable and infinite you are. Uh, I, it, it is funny to think that we uh, finite creatures are, are scrabbling with the infinite. I, I thank you that you have chosen to um, interact with us and that you have chosen a way to make us sons and daughters of you. Uh, and I praise you for that and thank you for that. Um, I, I pray that you help us in our ramblings uh, with one another to draw us closer to you. And I pray that you'd help uh, nothing that we said to, to push people away from you, but only to draw, draw them closer to you and to uh, peak interest in who you are and, and how you work and, and that sort of thing. So I pray that this podcast would be of glory to you. And I thank you for uh, my friendship with Jim and with, uh, with Nate. And uh, I pray that next time we would uh, continue on and, and continue to have fun and continue to bring glory to you. Thank you, Jesus, for your love for us. Thank you, Father, for Sending your son. Thank you for your spirit, for your work in, in our lives. Amen. Amen. Good one. And so, hey, thanks, everybody, for uh, joining us for uh, That's Dumb podcast. Uh, stay tuned. Next week, uh, we'll bring up another topic that we'll decide to dive into. Uh, check out the website, and we will be announcing future podcasts there. All right. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Good night. Or good morning. Good morning.